episode eight of a slice of beef uh, before we get rolling here i just want to say thanks to my sponsors at grandma bears home baking aisle seven of the old strathcona farmer's market go go stop by they're quite kind people they have delicious butter tarts hot crush buns seasons out go get some hot cross buns there ladies and gentlemen they're delicious and uh maybe some bread cookies whatever you're feeling just tell them that angus sent you and then i also want to say a big old thanks to eric creator for creating the Team for a slice of beef. Uh, go check him out on YouTube, Eric Creaser. I think he's got some shows coming up sooner or later. Um, I'll confirm with him later on, but probably go check him out while he's playing in YEG. But now here is my newest guest, and a, such a good friend and a humble soul, uh, Sophia Dunning. Welcome. Oh, thank you. What an intro. Yeah, I know. I could have gone off for like eight minutes, but uh, it would have got a little awkward after a minute. Thanks. Yeah, it's probably true. <laughs> uh, how are you doing? Not too bad. Glad to be here. Oh, glad. I'm glad that you came up after we talked about this for a month and then never did anything about it. <laughs> yes, thank you for dealing with my busy life. Oh, man, I understand it. I now have a real job on top of school and then trying to perform this, so mm -hmm. it's impossible. Man, the arts, yeah, the arts for adults is hard. <laughs> so true. Um, yeah, so why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you're about. All right. Yeah. Well, I grew up in the beautiful city of Winnipeg, Manitoba. Moved here from BC, where I was originally born. But for some reason, my parents thought, hey, let's move to Winnipeg in the North End, which for those of you who don't know, is a very special part of the city. And it's uh, known for a bit of crime, you might say, and uh, your occasional friendly neighborhood drug dealer. But honestly, it was really good, except I grew up in a very strict family, a family that made me wear skirts, didn't cut, let me cut my hair, no makeup, no jewelry, so I'm living in the hood. Like, the weirdest girl ever. But, I mean, I had a lot of fun. Played a lot of manhunt. Got picked on occasionally, but it was good. You <laughs> <laughs> didn't get picked on occasionally as a child. <laughs> so true. You know, but, I mean, now, when I turned 18, I moved out. I moved to camp, and then... Yo, which camp? Since we gotta plug them. <laughs> Do we plug them? Uh, unless you're gonna say negative things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Otherwise, we can't have be plugging. Yeah. Yes, let's plug camp artists. <laughs> yeah, go work there if you're cool and love Jesus. True, Manitoba swag, yo. Yo, I'm gonna get sucked in like the rest of us. Right? <laughs> I'm gonna leave this hellhole. Oh crap! Now I want to go back. <laughs> Forever in Winnipeg. Forever in Winnipeg. But uh, anyway, continue on. Yeah. So I did that, and then well, I changed a little about myself. I bought my first pair of pants, so that was a big deal. But also got to meet this crazy dude, Angus, in our, I'm sure he's already told you about our crazy house. That was good. Yeah, if everyone goes back to episode one, they call one of the girls a bitch, so 
Right on with that. <laughs> she hasn't listened. She hasn't called me out. We're all good. It's just, um, but, <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, I lived in BC for a year, and that was a good experience. And then now, somehow, I'm still back in Winnipeg after all that. Right. Chose to stay here. All right. So, what was it? What was it like growing up in the North and being weird religious girl? <laughs> you know, it was pretty good for the most part. Like, I really like to hang out with people. And I think that's really what the North End is. I mean, not everybody has a lot of money, but kids are like, well, let's just go hang out at the park then. You know? So, like, I remember sometimes we'd spend, like, like an hour, like, knocking on everybody's houses around the neighborhood, just, like, getting all the kids to come out, just playing massive games of manhunt. It was Dang. so sick. And you guys just did that in the North End, like, didn't yeah. you just, yeah, drug dealers, whatever, just whatever. Yeah, it was just like, whatever, man, we're just coming. And then, I mean, there's also some moments where it's like, oh, hey, I'm at the park, and suddenly there's like a group of kids coming to beat up one of my friends. I think I'm going to go home for dinner now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like I definitely had a few loudmouth friends growing up, which, I mean, it made life interesting. It was like, okay, who's going to get punched out today? Wow. But uh, for the most part, it was really good. And, I mean, you have to be smart. I definitely always ran home when it was dark. That was just a given. You just, you just got to do it. Um, but, yeah, most people are, they're pretty nice. People generally look out for each other. Right? Yeah, I think they know what you love out there. It's like, oh, we got to look after this one. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really realize till I left it that it was, like, how much it's talked down about. And I was like, oh. Okay, didn't know that. Yo, hold on, this is my hood, you can't talk trash like, about this. Hey, the only people who can talk trash is us, okay? Right? <laughs> Back off. <laughs> it's like Winnipeggers, too, like, they can talk trash about their city all they want, but the moment someone else does, whew, My Winnipeg night. <laughs> my Winnipeg night. Yeah. yeah, I thought I was going to get stabbed by all of you guys. And they're like, well, this just happens to be Winnipeg. Not Central. yet, anyway. Not yet. Surprise, <laughs> I'm just as wily and crazy as all of you. <laughs> And I got the Alberta cowboy gun, so uh -huh. what wins in a knife fight and a gun fight? <laughs> the cowboy. All right, you win this round. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Love it. Um, okay, let's, 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 okay, so were you homeschooled or did you go just straight into? No, no, no. Thankfully, my parents didn't homeschool me. Besides, besides being super religious, they made me go to a Christian private school that was just down the street it was like definitely a different type of private school it wasn't like the rich super white kids that are all like a little bit whack no offense um any private schoolers out there white white, white kids don't listen to this. <laughs> rich white kids don't listen to this yet <laughs> yeah um but yeah it was like a it's like a cheaper because it was like it was like half funded by the government so then a lot of kids were sponsored so honestly it was like it was pretty good there was like a lot of Good people that went there. Nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, what school doesn't have wackos? <laughs> yep. So, so do you think you had it, like, different, having, like, a little bit of religious studies in there? Or was it just, like, this is, like, everyone else, you, you didn't expect anything to be different? Uh, Well, I think people always expect it to be different. And, like, that's really what I always expect was people to be like, oh, what's it like? And, like why, like, it must suck to hear about God all the time. And they're like, uh, actually, it's like, school's pretty chill. Like, yeah. teachers were pretty real, especially in high school. They were just, like, talk about life and, like, anything going on. So it was, like, pretty relevant. Dang. I love those teachers. Like, straight yeah. up life advice, yeah. Yeah, there's some awesome teachers. 
Any uh, particular ones that you'd like to give a little yeah, shout-out to? Mr. Ingles. He's the bomb. Nice. You go, Mr. Ingles. Yeah, it's great. You sound like a kind friend, just like our friends at Grandma Bear's Home Baking. Yeah, I love them. Right? So Seriously, kind. those butter tarts are like... I don't even like butter tarts, but I loved those butter tarts. That's what everyone says about butter tarts. Like, I don't like butter tarts. Like, no, no. You just need to have one so, of our butter tarts. So addicting. Oh, amazing. Just do it. <laughs> um, all right. So you graduate high school. Things are looking. What was the original plan when you were leaving grade 12? Well, I was kind of like figuring it all out, but I did the Ignite program at camp the year before. So I thought, hey, I would totally live at camp for like a year. I'm like, the fourth program seems pretty cool. I'm like, I want to learn things. So I was like, that's kind of what I was thinking about, but then I was also thinking about being, like, a radiologist technologist, so I was like, oh, yeah, I like technology and, like, want to be a doctor, kind of, but don't want to put the work in, so <laughs> radiologist technologist sounds pretty good. Right? So, yeah, just take the easy way out, and that's mm. how you get through life. Of course. Yeah. And, and then, everyone knows that. <laughs> yeah. Really well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so then, obviously, I chose camp, which is good. For if you met me, which is pretty great. Yeah, pretty great. Pretty great. Six out of ten. Six really out of ten. Great. I'll take it. Best. Uh, <laughs> that's probably like the average podcast uh, rating up for me at this point. <laughs> Six out of ten. Not the worst. <laughs> Definitely not the best. <laughs> We're trying. Yay. Yay. One day I'll figure out how to do proper audio. Everything will be golden. Oh no, you do good. <laughs> um. So like. What drew you to camp? What was uh, what was the? Well, when I went there for the Ignite program, I think it was like the first time I was immersed in like a cool Christian culture that was like actually having fun because I mean school's not always fun. Let's be real, um, but it was having fun, and I feel like even though I was like kind of weird skirt girl who didn't really wear pants, I was like I just felt like super accepted, and I just feel like people were taking me at face value and just like yeah. We want to know her. We want to help her grow. And I was just like, wow. I'd like never really experienced that before. So I like, I loved it. I loved it so much. It was so much fun. And then, yeah. So I was like, that next year I was like, I'm going, I'm going back. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Totally worth it. So, okay. So your first year Forge program, or not the Forge program, the Ignite program, what was like, was it like, there, was there an aha moment, or was it just, like, it was the culture? Was that the biggest driving force? Yeah, I think it was the culture. I mean, I did a canoe trip with everybody first, and that was, like, my first time really getting in the bush. And I was just like, this is so cool. I never, like, canoed before. But it was just, yeah, it was just, like, a really good bonding experience. Who, uh, never mind, that's a silly question. Don't worry about that question. Um, so, yeah, you crushed it in the forest. Uh, mm-hmm. I know that as now. Yep. Um, okay, so year goes past, you graduate. It's a new forage program. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, no, let's talk about that first summer on staff. Yeah. Okay, what's A, the most whack thing you saw a child do? <laughs> my goodness. Well, I worked with the crew my first summer, which meant that, like, campers were, like, using tools and stuff. And I think, like, oh, man, I'm just try- trying to even choose one. We were, like, taking apart an old paintball field, and kids were just like, I don't know, they just make stupid jokes and just start, like, randomly hammering things. I'm like, I don't think you need to hammer that. I'm like, all right, I'll just, I'll just let you have your moment, buddy. Just smile and nod. Oh. And then, uh, do you, you decided to do Forge while at 
camp that summer or beforehand? Yeah, well, I was thinking about it. Well, originally, like, two of my friends who did Forge were going to do it, and I was like, no, I don't want to do it. I want to, like, do my own thing, you know? So I, like, it wasn't really good planning on doing it. And then the Forge director was just like, yo, 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 self, you want to do it? And I was like, I don't know, I'll think about it. Okay, you have two weeks. So I was like, all right. And then I'm sitting there at camp, and I'm like, I'm doing it! I'm doing it! <laughs> Classic <laughs> camp, just uh, dragging you in. I know, it's like, once you get there, and you're, like, having fun with the kids, and it's like, oh, yeah, I could stay here forever. Yeah. <laughs> and you stay there forever, and it's like, oh, no. <laughs> here it's mid-November, like, I miss civilization. <laughs> what is real life? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean, what are there? there's nine of us? Yeah, there's nine. nine. There's originally nine of us. There's supposed to be ten. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I forgot. My reasons for coming out to Manitoba dipped on me last minute. <laughs> like three days, I got everything packed up. And what like, a beautiful attention. Right? Oh, cool. Mahani's not doing it. <laughs> All right. Well, I plan to leave. So, peace out, Alberta. <laughs> Time to go meet like Forge folks. Oh, okay. So that first year of Forge, mm-hmm. what was a, the coolest thing that you did. B, the most what in the hell am I doing here thing. <laughs> and what was your low point of the year? Um, okay. One of the coolest things I did was definitely the lake trek. Right. Like, definitely the feeling that the other side was just like, yes, I am a beast. Who am I? Cool. I rock. That's like literally the words that are going through my head. I'm like, I'm so cool. I'm so cool. Right. Okay. So for everyone that doesn't know, I don't think I went to it through well. But we walked, was it 35 kilometers? Yeah. Over Lake Winnipeg, over three days, two nights, and that's basically it. Yeah. That, that, that's, we stayed that, on the lake. We, oh, yeah, we slept on the lake, yeah. which is magnificent. Uh, we got really, did some, like, therapy stuff out on the lake. That was cool. Yeah. Was, Man, oh, you, you had the biggest one, too. Uh, that was good. Yeah. That was a good moment. I totally forgot about that moment. Yeah. Like, I come, like, I went through my journal. I was just like, what can I look up on sofa? And I was like, oh, yeah, that was a time. And, like, oh. warm my heart. Because, like, you gave such a big piece of yourself out there. Yeah, wow. I totally forgot about that. That really started a lot of things for me, thinking about it now. But we'll get there. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there, because that that's comes up in the <laughs> topics. Yeah. Okay, so uh, what was, like, the, what was the hardest part of First Year Forge? The hardest part for me was definitely, like, figuring out who I was and, like, really, like, what God meant to me in that moment because I, like, left home and I come, obviously, from the super strict background and, like, just, um, I was experiencing my church. They weren't really, like, reaching out to me anymore as I was at camp and I was just, like, I was just, like, really confused. I was, like, well, these people love God, too. They don't look like my church people. I'm, like, who's right? What's right? Like, does I'm like, does God even care right now? Just like, what's even happening? Like, am I even doing the right thing? I was like rethinking everything my whole life. And I was just like super sad. I was just like, ugh, just gotta keep doing this can thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Were you ever at the point where you're gonna call it quits on Forge? I don't think I was ever at the point where I was gonna call it quits, but I was definitely at a point where I was like, like, maybe I need to go see somebody. I was like, I don't even know. Like, like I loved camp. I loved being there, but I was just like, everything's so whack. Everything was, yeah, everything was pretty whack. It was, it was a tough time. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like low-key trying to push forward because it's actually such a cool program. Yeah, it is. So. Yeah, that's probably my low point. Yeah, that was your low point? Mm-hmm. And what was your, I could kill everyone, 
at this house as <laughs> nine people in one house. <laughs> Who is the individual that would have gone down first? <laughs> well, we don't say names, okay? Um, but there's definitely a few moments where, like, Normally, it was, like, Fridays. Fridays, I feel like, was the day when everybody's like, I just want to leave. I just want to get out of here. Like, so many people usually left on the weekends. So they were always just like, I'm ready to go. I'm done. And so sometimes it'd be like, what? Normally, I think, actually, I feel like it'd more be, like, a Thursday when you're, like, not quite at the end of the week. So yeah. And that, like, hope. But then, like, you're doing all these menial tasks that you yeah. just don't want to do anymore. Yeah. So I just remember, like, coming in the house one day and two people who ate a lot in her house it shall not be named but they always left their dishes in the sink and i just remember one day coming home and i was livid i was like why can't they ever just clean their dishes i was like oh but yeah those two i mean they know who they are they listen to this i don't think so <laughs> one of them was a guest several weeks back yes it is true he <laughs> was we're looking for the other if he wants to, but man, that would be dry. I love him to death, but he is sometimes just one of the driest people. Yes, that's the entire conversation. Yes. 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 Yeah. Those people, for sure. There's been a few moments. There's been definitely a few throughout the year where I'm like, no, get better. Why? I'm like, ah. But yeah. Uh, overall, first year forge, positive, negative. Positive. Positive. I'd say positive. 10 out of 10 would do again. Yeah. Yeah? Nice. Yeah. I love it. Oh, hey, you need to tell us about the time that you were still low tracking first year. <laughs> because that's an <laughs> iconic moment in your life. So true. Also, we'll be featured on my tattoos soon enough. Um, but, so I'm like in the forest and we have to do a solo track where we stay in a tent by ourselves for like two days. They like check on us like once a day. And so I'm there and I'm just like, you know, I always hanging out and I always used to joke and say that like I was like a mountain woman you know it's just kind of like my joke of the year like I'm a mountain woman. even though we don't have mountains like, the flattest piece ever yo man but eastern Manitoba is glorious <laughs> true Manitoba please sponsor me <laughs> <laughs> shout out um but so like I'm there and I just have to like pee in the forest so I just like go with like a little bit of bush area I'm just like peeing and minding my own business and suddenly I look and there's like little birds they're just there and they're like they're like all slowly gathering around me while i'm peeing and i just like felt really one with nature i was like i am a mountain woman like <laughs> woman of the north let's get it and it was just yeah it was just it's such a beautiful moment and also just like really funny to look back on i'm definitely getting a tattooed on me <laughs> love it oh. mm -hmm. well, okay so let's talk about your second uh tattoo because <laughs> second tattoo yeah, because you, you told me about it. I'm excited for it. Oh, Let's yes. talk about that. I have to remember which one that you told Oh, you me told about. me about the Lord of the Rings tattoo. Yes. Wait, there's more ideas? Well, the idea is to get a whole sleeve full of right. cool things. But yes, I... Okay, so here's my tattoo idea. So I want to get Tree of Gondor because Return of the King is my favorite and that's like the side for the third movie. So I want to get that. And then my roommate has a tattoo that says Girl Power. So I was just like, sick. And I wanted to get something that was also like, girl power, like in my own way, because I just think that's awesome. And so I thought, like, I was thinking about it. I was like, what's like the most like woman empowering moment in Lord of the Rings? And I was like, it's when like Eowyn kills the king. And I was like, and she just says, I am no man. So what I want to do is get that tattooed in Elvish underneath the tree. I am no man. One day. Oh. 
Honestly, I think that's my favorite line in all of film. Yes. It's like, I was seven, seven or eight when I first saw that. And I was just like, yo, women are badass. Mm-hmm. I love it. So good. Yeah. So, yeah. I have no when. Yes, it'll happen one day. When I'm no longer broke. Yeah. Also, everyone needs to go see, rewatch the uh, Lord of the Rings. Yes, so good. Still so good. Yes, it's totally worth it if you haven't seen it. Trust me, it's not lame. No, not at all. Anyone that says it's lame. It's like it's every idiot. possible plot in like one movie, like things that matter. It's so yeah, good. and everything gets tied up nicely at the end. Yes. Although that last 45 minutes drags on forever. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so Finally, oh, we get through the hobbits. Oh, cool. <laughs> going back to Legolas. Oh, that guy's gonna be a king. <laughs> Yay! Hey, goes on forever and ever and ever. Um, <laughs> loved it. All right, so year two of Forge, mm-hmm. we go. They decide to bring almost all of us back. Yep. Except for one. R.I.P. R.I.P. The one who applied. Um, it was Gage. Yes, that's right. Sorry, I was like, so well, okay. So, what did you do during uh, second year? Uh, well, I was the forge assistant, so I just like helped the forge director do her things with the new crew. How was how was that dealing with the new uh, hooligans? New hooligans. It was good. I feel like there was like a weird divide thing. Uh, that year at camp, where, like, people were, like, the new Forge, whack! But then I was, like, I, like, knew them pretty well, because I was, like, doing weekly things with them, so it was, like, it was really awkward for, like, everybody else in, like, my year. I was just, like, hey, they're cool, get to know them. They're, like, nah, I don't know, maybe, okay. <laughs> I tried with a couple of them. <laughs> yeah. Then I realized, oh, okay, you guys are just as annoying as I thought. <laughs> I'm going back. <laughs> oh my goodness! But yeah, it was like it was good though. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And besides getting annoyed by Adam and I all, all you, day, every day, getting burped in my face almost that every was single day. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Adam. <laughs> but also teaching us how to do gang signs, <laughs> yes. which he did in your house while you were away. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, so if you want to know about my friend Adam, I'm trying to get him on, but he's such a pain in the ass to get on this podcast because he's so shy. But imagine your dad, your dad becoming your best friend, <laughs> and then oh, he's also 20. So that that's Adam. Such a perfect description. He, he texts me every Sunday. You coming to church? Yes, Adam. I will be there. Good, because if you're not, I will I will humiliate you on on the front of the stage. I wouldn't be shocked if he hasn't. <laughs> Probably yes. So, what else? Uh, you went off to Australia. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Yeah, that's what, great. What, okay, tell us about Australia. Yeah. What did you do? Who did you see? Well, I worked at... <clears throat> Sorry, let me just clear my name. Yeah, jeez. How rude. You come on to a podcast and you got a cop the entire time? Uh, you think this is professional. Oh, man, sorry about that. The plague has hit my house. I'm really trying to... Oh, cool. So now everyone listening to this will get the coronavirus, because that's how science works. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, but, so, yeah, so I went to Australia, and I, like, remember the flight. Even the flight was, like, weird. I remember I was sitting beside a mom and her daughter, and they were actually, like, from Singapore, so they were going to Australia and then flying to Singapore. From there. And I just remember the girl, she kept, like, putting the light on, like, above us, 
on and off, like, the almost the entire flight, and the mom did nothing. And I was like, why? why? I'm like, why let your kid do this for 18 hours? <laughs> Literally the worst. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I was like trying to watch movies, but like every time my eyes just get a little blinded. Like, Why? Rip. So like, But what I do remember though, the food was so good. I was like... Oh. Anyone that complains about airline food at this point just doesn't know. Yeah. I mean, I flew with United and it oh, was like, whoa. oh, just kidding. <laughs> oh, no, no. I don't care. <laughs> Shut up. Give us money. Um, One of these people has to pay me. <laughs> exactly. Um, or but, I'll get taken down. Yeah, that was before I knew about all, like, the weird stuff that happened that year, so it's really funny. Um, but it was, yeah, they had really good food. They had a good movie selection, not gonna lie. Yeah, but well, anyways. <laughs> what was the best movie you watched? I'm gonna play now, because everyone's dying to know now. <laughs> yes, yeah, probably Thor 2. Thor 2. Because I'd never seen that one, and I, like, could never find it anywhere, and it was on the airplane. Like, yes. What a weird place to find Thor 2. I know. So weird. I almost always forget about the existence of Thor. It was yes. Like, Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Perfect. Like, uh, without the love interest, it's just so lame. Like, why Thor? She was cute. Natalie Portman, come on. Right? She your, like, same-sex celebrity crush? <laughs> no. But she's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Who's your same-sex celebrity crush? I don't know. I have to think about it. Okay, well, I'll come back to that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but anyway, so I got to Australia... And I got picked up, and I just remember it was, like, so hot. Like, literally the day I left Winnipeg was, like, minus 30. Yeah. Oh, I get it was to Australia. Really I get to Australia, and it's, like, plus 30. I'm, like, ugh. I was, like, I was like sweating in the plane. I'm, like, what is happening? I'm, like, this sucks. <laughs> Did you stop in Vancouver first? No, I actually stopped. I stopped in two places. I think I flew to, was it L.A. first? Or, no, it was uh, Chicago. I flew to Chicago. Actually, no, I almost missed my flight to Australia because of Chicago. I got off my flight. It turned out I was, like, already boarding, but I didn't know it because they don't, like, let you see the boarding pass without, like, connecting to Wi-Fi. Only you had to pay for Wi-Fi. So I had to pay for it first and then check to see where, like, my boarding pass even was supposed to be. And then I asked somebody, and they're like, oh, it's already boarding 20 minutes ago. And I was like, what? I'm like, well, where am I? How do I get there? And they're like, it's three terminals over. I'm like, are you kidding me? So I'm like running to the Chicago airport like an idiot. But you and made then it. I did. I like remember there was like they were loading the last like line, and I was like, oh no, I'm in like line three, and this is line five. What do I do? Because I was dumb at that point. And then some random southern guy was like, don't worry, little darling, you can come here in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Man, southerners are just so nice. And I was like. Thank you. Don't <laughs> cry. I was like, can't believe I made it. That was my saving grace. <laughs> yes. So, thankfully, it wasn't stuck in Chicago. Anyways, got to Australia, though. And it was good. I met, like, she was, like, one of, like, the camp directors. And she was pretty cool. And she's really nice. And then I, like, got there, and I was just, like, super jet-lagged and super tired. And then... How long was the recovery of jet lag for you? It's probably like three days. I was like every day after work, I was like sleeping, and we, they made me do like a hike. The second day I got there, I mean they're awesome, no hate, but I was like there. It's like plus forty that day, and I like was definitely about to like pass out. But you didn't because Winnipeg tough. Yeah, they're like I wasn't even talking the entire hike, mostly because I have like asthma. I like, can't really talk when I like do physical activity. But they're just like, is the Canadian okay? Is she still alive? I'm like, yes. 
<laughs> Listen, we're made for cold, not yeah, this like, balloon. Didn't ask to be this climate. So. <laughs> <laughs> it is good. I think I actually like learned how to cook while I was in Australia. You weren't a terrible cook, but you sure like your itchy bam while we were in Florida. Yeah, that's so true. Ramen is nice. Man, but when you learn to make good ramen. Oh, that's so true. Man, uh, shout out to Brid Lycop for uh, teaching us how to make good ramen. Yeah, and Sean Kwan. And Sean Kwan. No, no, that guy just showed us to buy good ramen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But Brid taught us how to make good ramen. That's true. Sean Kwan. Okay. <laughs> also handsome. <laughs> yeah, so good. But, yeah, I was like, Australia was really cool because people lived in community, but it was like, I feel like people were just like, Partly in a better mood, like people just want to hang out all the time. But they would just like buy stuff. They're like, okay, everybody, let's just go to the, the supermarket, like buy stuff, just make it all together. And I'm like, so cute. So kind. Right? So, yeah, but the, the thing that was a rough thing for us is we were at the least, at least 20 minutes away from town. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Assuming there wasn't some terrible snowstorm, which happened yeah. to be every day while we were at Forge. So true. And only, like, one person had a car. Yeah, by the, like, yeah, by, like, mid-February, it was just Adam. Yeah. So it's, like, it was rough. It was. Especially when it's, like, cold, but you don't really want to do anything anyways. Yeah. And you're just, like, it yeah, really, it just like, like, dampens your mood. Yeah. It was just so cloudy and green. Sometimes it kills you. It does. But, you what know? if we lived? <laughs> what if we all lived in New Zealand? I, I think uh, one of us needs go. to win the lottery, and then just like, pack everyone up, and then we move to New Zealand. I'm down. And then we can all work on my wine farm. Okay, but like Adam and I were literally in the same, like twenty minutes away. We just the ocean man was our the only thing stopping us. Like Wellington <laughs> is right there, but we were in Nelson, which is just like, oh, like you need to fly. No, it was either Hobbiton or uh, a, a New Zealand friend. And like, well, I choose Susan. <laughs> That's a good choice. Though. It was a great choice. Oh, man. Still kind of bummed that we didn't, didn't go to Hobbiton. One day. We'll One go, day. We'll go. But I, I saw the giant eagles in Wellington, so that was kind of cool. <laughs> giant eagles. Yeah. The, you know the giant eagles? I've never heard of that. I don't think I ever heard you talk about that. Wait, are you saying I haven't talked about the giant eagles? Yeah. Or I haven't, or you don't know about the Both. giant eagles? I don't know. The giant about. eagles from Lord of the Rings? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Okay, because I was like, you know, <laughs> yeah, I you know. like a tattoo of that. Like, you have to know about the giant eagles. Yeah, I know. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Ooh. I thought you were talking about, like, legitimate giant, giant eagles. No, no, no. no. The, like, those... That you went to go see. I'm like, I never heard that before. No, those <laughs> things are extinct, unfortunately. <laughs> They're like, apparently they had, like, 15-foot wingspans. Um, okay, so what else happened in Australia? Well, what else did I? Well, I got to go experience a lot of their camps, which is really cool, and they just, like, do a really good job over there. Everything was, like, it was like a well-oiled machine, and it was really fun. I got to do a couple birthday parties, which was also cool. I found out Australia Day is so lame because they don't even, like, they don't dress up in their colors, they don't, like, paint their face and, like, go crazy. Yeah, right? They just have, like, a barbecue and chill. Yeah, they like, do a lot, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's like, ah, oh, let's just barbecue and uh, have a beer. Yeah. It's always, like, bring your own bottle. Yeah. 
Mm. So I was like, oh. And they have trash beer down there. You know, I actually really like the cider down there. Oh, That's one thing. They delicious have so ciders. much good cider. And then I came home and expected to find good stuff, and I did that. But Would you like to shout out one of those? Yeah. Um, I don't I don't even remember the shout out. Okay, you can't say the name of it. I have a thing that I'm trying out now. <laughs> but, uh, so, tell uh, what, what was the best cider that you had down in Australia? It was like it was apple flavored. It was green apple flavored. Wow! <laughs> I don't like, remember what it's called. Thank Probably like you. green orchard or something. I don't know. Okay. Well, so go go try green orchard. If that's a real thing down in Australia. <laughs> Any cider you probably could be fine. I mean, ciders are delicious, and they get you real tipsy real quick. So you don't realize, like, ooh, this is just sweet apple juice, and then it's like, why am I down on the floor struggling here, mom and dad? <laughs> well, I busted out a couple drinks, so this is a thing we're going to try on this podcast. It's called, guess what kind of beer we're drinking? You know what kind of beer we're drinking. You can't tell everyone what kind of beer we're drinking. Okay. So, it is a lager. Yeah, and that, that's all I can say about it. Sometimes it tastes good. It tastes better when it's cold. And that's all we can say. So if you have a guess to what kind of water we have, uh, shoot a DM into my Insta page, uh, a slice of beef pod on Insta. Or, you know... <laughs> right? This is the most ridiculous thing. I'm just trying to get people to think this is fun. Um, so I did those DMs. Tell me what kind of beer you think I'm having. It's a lager, and uh, if you're correct, the first person who's correct, I will send you a t-shirt and a card. Ooh. Yeah, it's a t-shirt that I made personally, too. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, guess. Do it. Do it. <laughs> yeah. And eventually, maybe I can get sponsors for these. Uh... One one day I'll get spon- real sponsors. Yeah. Anyway, Australia, pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Do you cool. recommend? Yeah, I mean, I also binge-watched the entire series of Teen Wolf while I was down there because we don't have it on our Netflix. They did. I don't know how I had time to do that, but I did. There was a lot of time. Like, I found there was a lot of time for me just to, like, hang yeah. out when I was in New Zealand. Like, what do you mean I have, like, three days just to hang out? So I feel like part of it is, like, I mean, we're kind of like on vacay mode. We're like, oh yeah, we want to go see everything. And then everybody else is like living their life. And they just want to do their own thing. Yeah. And like sleep. And you're just like, no! But I need companionship. I need to go visit and explore. Oh, <sighs> I loved it. I, I don't know. I was the same way. Luckily, I had Lily Joy to take me around. Yeah. I got to climb one New Zealand mountain. Oh, beauty. Such a legend. Cool moment. Cool moment for me was like looking outside and seeing like kangaroos in the backyard. Did you get to hold a koala? I did. Well, actually, I got. I paid twenty five dollars to touch its butt. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I got the same photo. I think as you do. Yeah. I didn't really get to hold it, but. But you guys. I got to touch its butt. But did did it at least like give you a half hug? Not even. What? It was like posing behind it. it so. Weird. Oh, that's so lame. I, I got to like physically hold mine. I was like. Dang. What a waste, $25. Right? The wildlife park. Maybe not the best choice. No, no, go to the one near uh, Brisbane. What is that place? Surfer's Paradise. They let you hold it for reals. Mm-hmm. I was wearing that Connor McDavid jersey while I did it. Wow. I know. So cool. Or koala. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, koala. 
Was, go, just go! Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you shut your mouth about the Jets. Hey, Buffalo, just tell me. Um, anyway. Favorite Jet? <laughs> Hellbuck and Bufflin. Only because it's so beefy and amazing. Like, those people, like that one scene where like everybody's like dogpiling, he just like picks the two guys up and just like throws them. I'm like, oh my goodness. Amazing. Loved it. Oh, yeah, that's probably like my favorite Jets moment thus far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, wow. <laughs> okay, so what was your least favorite moment about Australia? Oh, you know, like so weird like I had so many like moments going on there I feel like I just kind of I had a fling with somebody and it just ended I was still getting over it so I was like there alone just kind of sad wait was that the uh, South American yes it was the South American hopefully you'll never hear this podcast no, there's zero chance <laughs> that guy will ever hear this yeah so true um, also but, congratulations sir on getting yes, married yes he did get married which is so amazing I'm so happy for him but at the time I was like <laughs> You're paranoid, <laughs> and I'm getting over you. Um, you didn't but, think just to fly him up? <laughs> nope. Um, but I knew it wasn't gonna work out. Really? He just loves his cows way too much. <laughs> I'm just yeah. um, but hey man, farmers got a farm. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I did not want to be a farmer girl, which is, I mean, no disrespect. A lot of cool farmers out there. But not your not, not my life. Not your life. But yeah, so that was definitely like. Uh, sometimes I just really wanted to do things, and I was, like, too shy, or, like, also, I didn't, I couldn't tell if, like, people in my house liked me. Mm. I was, like, sometimes it just felt annoying, so I was just, like, okay. We'll just go back to watching Teen Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably exactly what happened. <laughs> they probably all love you, because you're a fantastic human. It definitely, like, I was really lucky. I had, like, an American in my house, and she was just, like, really funny and sarcastic. And I'm like, yes, somebody understands my humor. <laughs> what state was she from? She's from Florida. Florida, okay. So, whack Florida or cool Florida? Um, it's Pensacola, cool, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not even down there. <laughs> I don't know. So, they got Air Canada to sponsor me so she I was go pretty, travel. She was also, like, a camp person, which is obviously a specific type of people. So she was pretty cool. Yeah, you want to describe the camp person? They're like a little bit whack, and like you have, I feel like most camp people are like, if they're too normal, you're like, no, like there's something, like I don't know what's going to come out, but like they're definitely going to be weird. <laughs> there's something about them that's off. There always is. There always is. But they're like, I think there's some camp people who are just like, yeah, you're a little bit, a little bit too crazy, like bad crazy. Then there's like, Good people They're who are just crazy. like, they just mean really well for you. They just like care about everybody, love people. Dang, that's so perfect way to describe camp folk. Yeah. Camp folk. You're the weird one. I know I am. <laughs> I'm well aware of which camp person I am. Another <laughs> one who has too much energy, <laughs> goes around, brag about a stupid province. That's Rassel. That's Rassel. <laughs> and then somehow never get fired from camp, which is a miracle. <laughs> Holy. Some of the crap I pulled. That time I almost killed Miriam's cabin by accident. <laughs> don't talk about that. No. Mm. Apparently bug spray kills people. <laughs> Didn't know that. Yeah. No one told me. <laughs> yeah, when you breathe it in. <laughs> I can't believe I almost murdered like four people. <laughs> They're all alive and well. They are still send alive your kids, and well. Send your family. Send your friends. Come send your kids to camp, man. It's good. Doesn't matter what camp, just send them to camp. Yeah, any camp. Camp's such a good experience. 
All right, so we finished up Forge Year 2. Yep. You were a leadership folk. Yeah. Two years in a row. I what did I even do? You were you were explorers leader. Oh yeah. Woo, that was a summer. It was a summer. Woo, yeah. So you're leading you were with Jade, who I had on yeah. two weeks ago, I believe. Yeah. Maybe three. What was what was the uh what was that like for you? Uh, like leading the young folk who are leading the tiniest of folk. Yes. I mean with the kids wise, sometimes it was like I felt like a queen because I'm like, yes, kids, I will make you all excited about this one thing that is so dumb. I had like a cool watch. It was like Batman, and it would light up. And sometimes I'd just yell. I'd be just like, ten second dance party!" And I'm just like busting moves, and then just like so much of the kids were just, just all dancing together. I was like, "Yes, I have the power!" So that was like cool, but. It was like, it was honestly one of the hardest summers I've had at camp. It was like so much all the time. And it was like, just, I was just getting used to like being needed. And I like, I've never had that before where it was just like constantly people, one thing after another. It was a lot, but it was really good though. Especially cause halfway through the summer we got to work with Lily Joy, who's amazing. Yeah. Like I had, it, it, when I go down to New Zealand, Air Canada, please cover me to New Zealand. <laughs> um, Yeah. We're, uh, I gotta have her on, because fantastic human. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Kindest person in the world. Yeah. Ugh. So true. But yeah, it was, uh, it was a really good summer, for sure. But it was, it definitely had its moments where I was like, oh, man, this is our job sometimes. <laughs> right? And you did a fantastic job of what you did. Why, thank you. Um, I had a lot of fun. Those kids, when you get them, like, singing and just, like, dancing... It's just good. Was that like always your favorite moment? Like the yeah. evenings when you could just, even though you never really got poured into as an individual, just watching the kids. Yeah. Be. And like on Fridays, we just always had like a pool party or something. And I just like saw their faces. Most kids would just go crazy. And I was just like, that's so, like, that's what camp's about. Like they just get to have fun for a moment and like be a kid, no matter like who they are, what their life is. Cause so many of them like, um, and they have, like, sucky life experiences, but they're just there. They don't even care that moment. They're just like, let's just jump in the pool. Like, throw this ball at people. Like, jump on each other. It's just good. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Love it. You'd recommend camp for uh, people who are mentally stable and love Jesus? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, mentally stable, I mean, it's a good thing. It's kind of hard if you're not. You're, like, relied on so much, but it's so good. It's good for you. It is. Miss camp. Um... Well, let's not reminisce about camp too much more. <laughs> let's talk about that time you went to BC yeah. and I came back. Yeah. So what did you do in BC? Where did well, you go? Well, I did something called Live Teams, and it was in Abbotsford, British Columbia. If you've heard of Youth for Christ, it's like their little, their school there. And it was actually really cool. It's like, basically you go there, you learn how to do youth work. Part of it is you have classes twice a week, and then you go and you have a placement twice a week. So you're like working with kids straight up off of that. Which was like pretty cool. I got to work in high school, and it was like really interesting because it was like in North Vancouver, where the high school was that I was working at. Is so North Vancouver like, sketchy, Vancouver? Uh, no, North Vancouver is like super rich, Vancouver. Oh shoot! So it was like super weird. So I grew up with like poorer kids, and then it was just like I'm working with some of the rich richest kids in like Canada. I was like, this is wild. Dang! Like, um, yeah, you went from one side of the spectrum all the way to the next. Side. Yeah. And I think definitely there was probably, like, some prejudice for me a little bit where I was just, like, I had to, like, change my mindset because I was, like, I could, I think I just expected them to be a certain way. But then I was, like, totally blown away by the fact that, like, people are actually more similar than you think. 
Like, they were just, they have the same problems like any other kid that I grew up with. It just, like, looks a little different. Like, maybe some kid in the North End, their parents aren't really around, so they feel neglected. But then that could be the same thing for a rich kid. Like, they're living in an apartment by themselves while their parents are working in a different country. Like, they're just, they're, they're the same thing. It's just, it's just like money difference. difference. Yeah. Like, it doesn't mean that they're happy. They also have, like, mental health stuff. And it's, like, crazy. Dang. Yeah. I loved it. Really good. Yeah. What was uh? Yeah, like you and I talked about your chime in Vancouver for yeah. the better part of the year. So true. There's definitely a lot of moments where it's like I feel like my heart is getting ripped out of my chest every other day. It was good, but it was like, it's like really formative. It was like very like I felt like God was just like, let me just rip apart everything you think you know about yourself and me. Pew pew pew. And just like here. <laughs> so was there ever a point where you're just like you gotta you had to like step back and like your face because of this or? Mm, I'd say it was like more of like kind of what like God was doing was more what I was questioning. I wouldn't say that I was ever like like you know what like I don't think this is for me. But it was like like okay, what is this like what are you doing right now? I was just like I remember just like like praying to God to be like what the heck is going on? Why like. Why is my family falling apart? Why is my life falling apart? I'm like, this really sucks. Casey didn't know. It sucks, God. Just wanted to tell you. <laughs> just like sitting there. But yeah, it was like, there's definitely some low points for sure. But I think part of the program is that it actually like tends to happen to a lot of people, but they have like amazing support there. Like, I still talk to one of my mentors there and it's like, I'm like really thankful that like, all that happened. Man, looking like even a year ago where I was then and where I am now, I'm like such a more like real human being, even with myself, it's like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like part of the real thing where like I got called out hard. It was like, hey, you're not being real. I want to get to know you, but I can't. You you make jokes a lot and you don't let people see you and get to know you. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> let me uh, go back into my shell and then I'll yes. just release everything to everyone. I'm going to go cry now. I'm like cool and I like and then it was like boom boom I had like a realization about how my family was and then I was just, like I remember just like waking up one night just like crying I was just like sobbing because so I was like wow things make sense things are whack right now I was like I've never seen it before and then yeah and then I got like my heart broken in the middle of it and then it was just like felt like I was just, like you have to rely on me <laughs> stop going to take boys I was like cool thanks <laughs> like cool Laura love ya thanks yeah I'll have to tell you about uh what recent experience there on <laughs> that end because the Lord is definitely <laughs> testing me at this point what are you doing this man like, Please stop. Hey. <laughs> I'm I'll just be single and alone forever. <laughs> but I'm still going to be stupid. <laughs> uh, so, like, like every, everything that you've done, obviously, has had a positive experience, whether it sucked at the time or not. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, true. So, like, live teams... Definitely recommend. Oh, 100%. I mean, get ready for, like, the ride of your life. Like, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be hard. But, like, sometimes the good and the bad come down the pipe at the same time. Right. You know? You just got to just gotta go with it. Yeah. And, yeah, I think it's amazing. I, like, it really challenges your character. I'm a way better human for doing it. Do you think everyone that goes through that program ends up better for it? Or? I mean, everybody that I did with did 
pretty good. I think it's you have to choose to like actually be real about it, like take it in and like work on the things that people are challenging to work on. And if you don't, like you're probably gonna hate it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's fair because because it's hard. Working on yourself sucks. Yeah, it does suck. But I think like that place is such a good place to do it. Like God really did something up on that mountain. Yeah, I got to live on a mountain, the Prairie Girl, anyways. Yeah. Shout out to that. That's Shout out to the cool. mountains. The most amazing water ever, by the way. Oh, mm-hmm. dude. Like, again, I'm probably going to kidnap all of us when we're all done at camp one summer. Yeah. We're all going to book her out to Alberta. Go to Two O'Clock Creek. And we're all going to climb. Two O'Clock Creek. Yeah, wonderful little place by Lake Abraham. And I'm going to force everyone to go climb the first two mountains I ever climbed. Wow. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah, you are. You just need to not work at camp for a summer. <laughs> not gonna happen. Or we can all just do it in the fall when it's the prettiest but the coldest. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, two o'clock creek in Alberta, everyone. Go check it out, please. Yeah. Um Okay, so we're all finished up. Uh anything else you want to talk about with that uh wonderful time in BC or is it all just uh that was a time and a half? No. That's about, That's about her. Time and a half. It was pretty good. I mean, I also got to have, like, one of the best birthday experiences ever. So, my roommates, we, oh, my goodness, it's actually kind of funny. Like, we were really good at celebrating each other's birthday. And that's kind of what I want to talk about because I'm like, hey, if you have friends, really celebrate their birthdays. Like, you can do fun stuff. You don't have to have money. Here's what we did. So, we, like, somehow it became a thing. We, like, kidnapped each other first and then, like, blindfolded each other, stuck each other in a car, and then, like, drove the birthday person somewhere. So, like... And one time, by the end of it, one of my roommates, like, knew it was coming, and it was his birthday, and he was just, like, <laughs> yelling, being like, oh, they're trying to get me! He was, like, in the middle of, like, a parking lot for, for uh, Dollar Tree. <laughs> and then they, like, <laughs> they're, like, tackling him, and then people are driving by, and they're like, this doesn't look good! This doesn't look good! And then they're like, it's our friend, it's okay! <laughs> he was just, like, such a problem about it. It was, like, so funny. But anyway, so, like, for my birthday, uh, We'd, uh, I was blindfolded, put in a car, and then driven, like, all around the city, and then brought back to the house, only to find out they moved all the couches outside, and then we had, like, an outdoor movie, they, like, had a projector. Nice. I really love noodles still, so we had, one of my roommates was, like, a chef, and he, like, made noodles for it, it was so good. So what movie did you guys watch for your birthday? It's perfect. It's perfect. Because we all knew, a lot of us knew the whole movie pretty well. Yeah, I don't know how many times I watched that in Forge. Yeah. So good. How many sing-worthy moments? So many. Oh. Um, yeah, so like that's a, that's a, so what? Well, that was up till last, whatever. May. Last yeah, it was May. May. So then you transition back to camp for yeah. the, how many times? Like the fourth, I, well, fifth, fourth, I guess. Fifth okay. <laughs> Technically fifth, fourth working. Oh, that must have been fun. What did you do last summer at camp? Uh, well, I was assistant summer director, so it was like... Assistant to the <laughs> No, I was assistant summer director! Um, <laughs> every time people said that, I was just like, oh, you think you're funny. Yeah, you and I'm hilarious funny. every time I say it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like, it was a really cool experience. I mean, I had like a lot of personal stuff going on. My dad was like pretty sick at the time, so it was like, it was such like a mixed summer, and then like, yeah, it was like, camp was such a joy for me at the time and I was just like I was like thriving every time I went to camp I was like this is awesome I love this this is like my happiness this is like a place of joy for me right now I was like this is sick and yeah it was like it was just it was just good <laughs> they're just like 
<laughs> a lot of fun kid moments where I'm just like, yeah, love it, we're yeah. back again, we're doing the same thing. <laughs> so good. Man. Yeah. You just have a, yeah, and you're, like, you're almost the face of camp at this point. No. No? <laughs> you're too <laughs> humble. You're too humble. No. I'm not. But, like, it's just, uh, it's so fun. I just love camp. I don't know why, like, something about camp just, like, it, like, drives me. Like, I have so much energy in the summer that I don't have the rest of the year. Probably because it, like, steals all the energy <laughs> for the rest of the year. So I'm just like, yeah, let's do this, let's go, let's go, let's go! From, like, what, 6.30 a.m. all the way till midnight? Yeah. Most nights. Yeah, probably more than that for, like, the particular job I was doing. But it was, like, uh, some days, it's just, like, wild, but... What I love is that, like, my partner that I was working with, who hopefully will be on the show one day. Oh, we're going to get <laughs> Ms. Dixie Naylor. Yeah, it was, like, sometimes we're, like, we have similar thoughts. Where we're, like, let's just go do something wild. Let's put on costumes and go dance in the middle of the field. <laughs> and it was just, like, random things like that that, like, made my summer. Where I was, like, yep, let's do something weird. And, and like, it's, like, yeah, everybody just has to accept it. Because let's just all join in and have fun. And then you realize that everybody who works at camp is a little weird and they're all going to join so in. So weird. So it's like even better. Yeah. Where like if you try to, like, it's weird when you take camp people outside of camp and then this is like, no one knows how to act anymore because like the social boundaries go up all of a sudden. It's like, uh, <laughs> and for me, it's, it's especially weird because I'll have campers who are 16, 17, they'll message me. Mm-hmm. And then like I'll message memers. Like, they're the same age kids, and, like, I won't even think twice about it, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, in the real world, this is super weird, and I'm, like, <laughs> I'm a, like, and I was like, oh, I can't do this, and then, like, some of the mean kids will be like, hey, I've got a question about a girl, like, how, how can you help me? I was like, I'm gonna give you the best advice that I've got, but, man, I don't have good advice. <laughs> oh, man. Like weird thing like that. We're like, oh yeah, I can talk about certain things in public. It's like that's weird. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I can't just openly talk about how I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Just like, not everybody cares. Yeah. <laughs> right, I just have to say good or not so bad, and then I move on. Yeah. I can't let them stare to my soul. They don't really care. <laughs> um. Okay. And then you mentioned your dad got sick, mm-hmm. and. Yeah. Unfortunately, passed away. Yeah, he did. So, you like how, okay? So you're twenty. Like, you're twenty one last summer. Yeah, twenty one. Still twenty one. Yeah. Still 21 mm-hmm. Right, you'll be twenty two in March. March. So close. Um, how does it feel? Like, like obviously, I know how. Like, I could imagine how it feels. Mm-hmm. But what is it like to lose someone like that at such a young age? Yeah, I mean, I feel like so many parts of it I'm like still processing, but. A lot of times it feels surreal, where I'm just like, is he really gone? I'm like, like, is this for real? Like, yeah. is he on vacation? Like, at first, I was like, he's just on vacation. Like, like I had thoughts. I'm like, yeah, he'll be back soon. But I'm like, wait, he's not. I'm like, it's so weird. I feel like, especially at this point in my life, like, my dad was such a person that I went to for advice and, like, just talking about life in general. I'm just like, wow, it's so weird not to have that now. I'm just like, yeah. Like, your dad is an absolute legend. I love your dad. He is so weird. Mama so cool. was a wacko, but he was so amazing. <laughs> so funny. He, like, me and him had, like, a similar sense of humor. He just joked all the time. He sang all the time, which I feel like is pretty much me. <laughs> so, like, he was just, like, vibed really well. I'm, like, I was really lucky to be his daughter for so long. And, I mean, still am, but... 
yeah, it's just like, it's just so blown. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely weird, especially like being able to relate. Sometimes I like relate to different things now, you know, it's like, it's like a new level of like grief and other things. And I'm yeah. just like, wow, it's like, I get it. Like you're part of a club that you never really want to be a part of. Yeah. It's like, okay, I get it. <laughs> You ever um, uh, drop dead dad jokes like Adam does? <laughs> I've only ever done it like twice. Um, but sometimes I like say things that people misunderstand as dead dad jokes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that wasn't. But you just assumed that because of what just happened. So I guess I'll go along with it. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. Not what I meant, but cool. <laughs> cool. All right. I had to know about that. That was a lot of dirty question. <laughs> yeah. Even after game. Okay, so like... I get the call that he, like, passed away at camp, and my friend's, like, driving me to the hospital to, like, say goodbye, and I'm, like, I'm, like, in the car, and, like, rippity rip rip is, like, what I said in the car, and that's, like, a moment we, like, talk about where we're, like, yeah, <laughs> like, that was a moment of, like, you know, just, like, joking it off a little bit, but, like, <laughs> yeah. I was just like, okay, yep. And then we're like, we just sit there and we just like laughed in the car. We're like, <laughs> grief is such a funny thing. Honestly, it's so weird. You laugh about things you never, yeah, uh, it, anybody it, should laugh about. And you're like, yeah. you're just there. You just like try to keep going, you know? Yeah, that's like, whatever you can do to just like keep yourself. <laughs> yeah, like I lost a friend uh, after high school and. Like it's kind of happening in the news, and my sister texted me, and she's like, "Have you heard?" I was like, "Is bird the word?" And like, just deep down, it's like, "I know, but I can't. I have to like sell this man. Like, that's right. the only way." <laughs> like, uh, and then yeah, she's like, "Yeah, Owen's passed away." I was like, "Oh no, is bird still the word?" And that was the only thing I could text back here because I was like, "This is the only emotional." weirdness that I have yeah. and then broke down like I was at camp as well and I just broke down at yeah. the picnic table like I'm gonna take a week off this, this is real yeah it's just crazy yeah so but you dealt with that you crushed the rest of summer yeah you, bus programming I was a bus boss it was awesome which is an impossible <laughs> job because you're up at 4am on Mondays I pushed it to 5 oh wow look <laughs> at you go um and then you you also bridled, partied a wedding. Yes, bridled, partied a wedding. That was wild. That was a great time. Uh-huh. Shout out to Mr. Klein for shelling out for an open bar. <laughs> oh, Angus. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's fine, guys. I'm just, just going to stand over there and don't worry about it. Just shut up. Let me take you home. <laughs> Wait, was I fighting about getting home? <laughs> no. Oh, good. Thank you. But, yeah, so that was, like, it was, like, a full summer for sure. Yeah, man, you crushed so it. So many things going. But, yeah, camp is awesome. So, how do you deal with the post-camp blues? Post-camp blues, they're so real. Yeah, man. I feel like after camp, first of all, I'm just, like, extremely tired. For, like, it usually lasts for me, like, two months. Like, I'm just, I'm tired. I'm, like, I'm, like, processing everything that I didn't have time to process over that two months. Which I feel like this summer was probably, like, the best for it, because I feel like I processed a lot as I was, like, going. But past summers, when I, like, didn't process anything, just, like, shoved it all in, and then it would just be, like, explode at the end of summer, and I was like, I am not okay, I am not okay. And I'm like, I need to talk to somebody. But I feel like I already had, like, a lot of good stuff in place, like, all summer long. But it's so real. 
it's really hard to like take care of yourself well sometimes at camp. You like you really have to have good support. You really have to take those times when you can to rest. With Darfito, but like but keep they're it well going. worth it. Yeah, it's like well worth it. I'm a really good I'm really good at taking like twenty minute naps. Like I could just like go Ooh. on the floor and fall asleep almost instantly. Right. That's something you learn in camp is how to take a good yeah. twenty minute nap. I've only got a, like a forty minute break today. That's fine. Forty minute nap. Now I have to also catch older campers try to make out with other girls later on. So there, there goes my eight hour sleep jokes. That was only four hours of sleep. <laughs> yeah. Like okay, I see a kid running down the highway. Looks like that's my night tonight. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just stay here. It's fun. We have horses. You can <laughs> There's a tiny donkey. <laughs> His name is He's pretty cool. Okay, so what, what have you done since September to now? What's uh, the... Well, for the first time ever, I'm living in the Winnipeg city and I have jobs. Yeah. Which is like so weird. I've never actually been able to just like enjoy Winnipeg as a city. Because I mean, I didn't have a car when I was in high school and like didn't have any money so I couldn't do anything. And then I moved out to camp right away for two years, and then BC for a year. So I never, like, just enjoyed Winnipeg. But I love it. Right. It's really growing on me. Like, there's actually, like, a, a lot of cool places. So many good vibes, too. Yeah. Like, we, good artists. Yeah. Good, like, so just underappreciated. Yeah, it's a little dirty, but yeah. get past that. Yeah. Well, the fort's lovely. Yeah, the fort's lovely. Right now, the legislative building is all, lovely. like, decorated. Yeah. Super nice. They have the, they have the uh, skating rink out there. Uh, I don't know, but it looks really great. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just, like, really enjoyed it. I've, like, listened to some more, like, live music lately, and I just saw uh, Half Moon Run, which was insane. Right. I wish I went, but uh, they... Yeah. It was like, 60 bucks for Half Moon Run. What is this trash? <laughs> so good. But I, didn't even go, I didn't even go there for them. I went there for Taylor Jensen. I'd never even heard of Half Moon Run before I went. What? But they were insane. So good. It was, I've... like... I saw like, like two drum kits on the stage. Right. It was so good. I saw them live in twenty thirteen, I believe. It was just like I was like yeah. you guys just melted my heart. Yeah. I mean I've seen some really good live shows, USS being one of them. Oh, buddy. And like yeah. That was so like, like up there. That was that was amazing. They're so good live. We'll talk about that <laughs> later. Yeah. But, oh I yeah. got we gotta talk about that later. Yeah, um <laughs> So, yeah. So, okay. Overall, favorite band to see live? Oh, man. I feel like every time I see a new band live, I'm always like, they're my favorite. <laughs> like, I think if you have put on a really good show, I just love it in general. Right? I just like the passion behind some of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, what's your favorite thing about Winnipeg? Favorite thing about Winnipeg? Mm -hmm. I think some of it is like, I think it's the culture of Winnipeg. Like, everybody, like, tries to trash on the other rest of the prairies. Like, Albert, like Saskatchewan, especially. Oh, man. Everyone, <laughs> everyone shits on Saskatchewan. It's like, it doesn't matter where you're from. You're like, yeah. screw Saskatchewan. That place is a hellhole. <laughs> yeah. Which, Southern Saskatchewan is the worst. And then, but then Saskatchewan is like, yo, Manitoba sucks. And everyone's like, no, you can't make fun of Manitoba. They're the saddest kids. You guys are the second saddest. So, thus... <laughs> Everyone makes fun of you. But, like, yeah, I don't know. There's just, like, it's a pretty cool culture. Like, when you get people who just love Winnipeg, 
it's I think it makes it worth it. I mean, for me, it was just like growing up where it did. Yeah, that's what made me love Winnipeg. The North End, just bomb. Just the North Hanging out with the kids, you know. Yeah, (laughs) it's crazy just the way you grew up in the North End, like. Yeah, I personally I'll like, never like, live like that ever again. No, and I like part of me misses it a little bit. Yeah, right. Like you just I'm just hanging out with the kids. You ever talk to anyone from the the old old days? Uh, I I have a few of them on Facebook. I don't really talk to them a whole lot. Like yeah. every once in a while. Like actually, pretty much all of them have kids now, which is like crazy. I mean, it's kind of like the cycle of the North End a yeah. little bit. You know, a lot of people have kids young, but it's like. So, yeah, a lot of them are doing pretty well for themselves. So it's, like, it's really nice to, like, celebrate their successes and be like, hey, I graduated college. You're like, it's like, yeah. Nice. Like, see people from the North End doing good things. Amazing. Right. Be amazing mothers. Being, graduating, starting businesses. It's like, it's bomb. Yeah, right? North End's going to blow up and do good. Yeah. It's like, people are working on themselves, you know? Still needs a lot of help, but people but are doing things. You think it's going to turn out to be better within the next 20 years? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've already seen it. I mean, I feel like. There's just a lot. There's a lot of good things are happening. I mean, now I live in the North End again, a little bit on the hoodest street. So I think it's gonna get better. You yeah, know, I live in the real hood. Yeah, I now I live it. even more in the hood than I did when I was a kid. Which <laughs> is funny because I always thought I was like pretty, in like a pretty good spot, and then I'm just like, nope, I no. had it good. I didn't even know. Like, this is so lag. So many black things happen all the time. <laughs> I can't even say this is crazy. <laughs> And then, so you're working, what, three jobs now? Yeah. Yeah, I work at the Fort Gary, Fort Gary Hotel. Fort Gary. Days. I just accepted communications coordinator job at Cannes for a little bit. And I started Scotiabank next week, which is pretty exciting. So Cap's never going to let you go at this point. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We, we hope one day. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it's just, I love it. In yeah. the word grind, I need to, like, be busy, otherwise I just play Diner Dash on my phone all day. Right, so. such a such a dangerous game. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're coming down here. We we've gone over my hour limit. That's fine. <laughs> I like going over an hour when I have a cool guest. Oh, okay. Um, so we'll do a couple quick questions and then okay. we'll shut her down. Yep. Um, and also last thing, do you wanna you wanna throw your socials, social medias? Do you care? <laughs> no. I mean, if you wanna follow me at Sophia dot done <laughs> probably not going to spell that so don't even worry about it <laughs> that's your insta just in case you never know we got one or two people who might give you a little all follow <laughs> but, uh, yeah yeah um okay so if you could do anything for the rest of your life money wasn't an issue oh what are you gonna do question okay so this is my dream it's like a 40-year dream okay it like oh it just like gives me chills just thinking about it like it's gonna happen one day so like my dream is to create a TV show for kids who like experience trauma. So like some of it is gonna be like based off kids of North End and just like things I grew up seeing and like realized after I left too. Just like kids who've experienced trauma that they could like watch and like kind of help them uh, learn tools to like you know just live their life and be a be in, live okay. And it's kind of like Full House vibe, but like Mr. Rogers mixed in there. So it's like Mr. Pretty- Full House. Yeah, Rogers. <laughs> Mr. Full Rogers. Mr. Um, Full Rogers. There we go. It's <laughs> perfect. Great mark. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't. Um, but, yeah, I just love <laughs> Mr. Rogers. He just had a really good. He did a really good job at like taking things that are happening in the world and just like helping kids understand them. So like 9-11 happened while he was doing a show and he made a show about it being like, hey, you might hear these words, kids, or you might see people sad. 
this is what's happening, this is what it needs. And he just did such a good job with that. And I want to do that for kids who are, like, a little bit younger and just be like, hey, you matter. And, like, big things have happened in your life they don't really make sense, and that's okay. Here's how you try to be a kid, have a good life as much as you can. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, it almost feels like childhood is getting pushed back further and further, or pushed. Yeah, like, you, kids are getting less of a childhood. Everything's kind of happening to them way faster than it did, yeah. at least within the last two centuries. Yeah, I feel like things happen a lot, but it's funny because I feel like even like maturity though it takes so much longer because it's like it's so hard to it's so hard to figure life out. I mean, we're still figuring. Right? Out. Yeah, it's you know I was kind of like I thought before I came out to Manitoba, I was like, yo, I'll own a house, I'll this and that, yeah. have it all figured out, I'll be married and all this. Yeah, I'm 23, very single, very. I thought I'd be married with kids by now. Yeah. Like, thank like, goodness that didn't happen. Right. <laughs> like, wow. Like, I was so happy I didn't end up marrying that first girl who I dated. Like, I was this close to buying her ring. Luckily, I didn't. Yeah. Big, big saver. Time, or money saver. And, yeah, no. Now I'm happy living in my super dank basement suite. <laughs> yes, I love living with my cat. <laughs> Very amazing. <laughs> Um. So, TV show. Yeah. Help kids TV with trauma. Show. Yeah. Maybe who knows? In a few years. Be Mrs. Dunn. Ms. Dunn on the TV. Probably as an alias. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Yeah. Um, books. What would, what's one book that you've read that is like made an impact on your life? Hmm. Yo, this is like. I feel like this is a good book for like people who love Jesus and are like trying to figure out how to be a woman who loves Jesus. Jesus Feminist is what it's called. Nice. It's actually so good. I like cried. It's like I don't know. It's just like really honest and like just really real. Yeah. Like, oh. God feels about women. Nice. Really empowering. I'm gonna cry. I gotta appreciate like I appreciate a lot of things about you, but I love the fact that you're a feminist, but you're not like a you're. You're a terrible person because you're a man feminist. You're a cool feminist. <laughs> cool. The one that I can get behind is like, I just want equality and to feel empowered. It's like, hell yeah, that's what I want. I just want that too. Yeah. That's all I need. Yeah, so read that book. That's all I'm saying. Jesus Even for men. It's good for men too. You know, sometimes it's like a good perspective. There we so go. Good. I love it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, songs that have changed your life or oh. that just have like that deep meaning. If you have, like, three to five that you can drop on everyone. Okay, Stephanie Gretzinger. Um, it's called... Uh, it's, like, Father Song. There's, like, another title. Oh, Come uh, come Out of Hiding. That's what it's called. That one right there. First time I heard it. Actually, first three times. I was just, like, crying. It's so good. The lyrics are just, like... That's definitely one. Um, what's some other ones? Oh, there's one that uh, Imagine Dragons actually sings, and I, like, saw it in concert. And it was, like, right after the shooting in Las Vegas. So it was just, like, really meaningful. I think it's, like, It's Time. Yeah, It's Time. Yeah. That was, like... That was, like, that was a breakthrough hit. Yeah. Yeah. That was, a, it, in the context, is like, it's so good. So good. I love that tune. Yeah. I think of anything else I'm listening to these days. Uh, nothing else comes up nothing off else, my head. But, but, like, those two for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, those are some goodies. Yeah. Um, and then, finally... Our time is done here. I know it's so sad. Um, yeah, what talk for a long time? <laughs> it's been an hour and what, ten minutes. Yeah. I know. Uh, I had my things written out better. I have things written out, but I should have more questions. This is fun. This is my favorite 
Um, Actually, I got a couple more questions. I love All right, go back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're, okay, if you could travel anywhere, someone's paying for your trip, where are you going? And how long? Spain. How long? Spain, uh, maybe like two months, you know? Enough to like kind of dip into the culture for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, dip in, dip out. Yeah. Nice. Like where in Spain are you going? Well, I I don't know if Barcelona is like a good place to stay forever, but like you go check definitely out Barcelona. want to have a decent amount of time there. Go to Barcelona. Barcelona. That's fantastic. Yeah. And then, um, okay, is there like just one thing you could drop on everyone that you just like, everyone needs to hear this, that's the thing. <laughs> hey man, we're figuring out life. It's okay. It's okay just to figure out life. Honestly, like... The good and the bad comes at the same time. You just gotta accept it, and you're not gonna figure everything out. A lot of people don't figure out what they want to do until they're like in their 30s. They're like way over it. If you don't know what you're gonna do with your life, it's okay. You don't have to have everything figured out right when you graduate. It's a lie that they tell you. So just live your life. You're gonna figure it out. It's gonna be okay. Love it. Well, that's our time for uh, this, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, thank you so much, Sophia. Yes, thanks Fantastic for Fantastic human. We'll get you on again. Oh, yeah. And then uh, best wishes, everyone. Yeah.